26 past five, you're with Early Edition on News Talk ZB. Well, it probably comes as no surprise to any of us who watched on from the confines of our homes as the Ministry of Health bungled its way through COVID that they've just discovered a coding error, which means the number of hospitalisations they recorded was not in fact accurate. Turns out when they said just over 14,000 people were hospitalised with COVID, they meant almost 19,500. Whoops, a coding error led to the undercount. Just the 5,000-odd cases out, no biggie, unless, of course, you're interested in accuracy and facts and real hard data, which one assumes a Ministry of Health department might be. But beggars can't be choosers. And when it comes to healthcare in this country, we appear to be beggars, sadly. From our delayed vaccine rollout to our lack of PPE to our shortage of flu vaccines to our appalling lack of cancer treatment services to our shortage of GPs and nurses to our bungles and errors, I mean, it's... Not exactly a sector firing on all cylinders, is it? And then we hear yesterday that the emergency department of one of our biggest hospitals has been slammed as unsafe for patients and staff in this damning new report. News sites were reporting that in this scathing five-page document, Middlemore's been described as dysfunctional, overcrowded and unsafe. This is after an independent inquiry into the death of a patient in June who left the emergency department after she was told the wait was too long and it was going to be hours before she could get seen for a severe headache, apparently. So after they told her this, she decided to just leave and go back home, which is understandable. A few hours later, though, she was back in an ambulance after a brain hemorrhage. She died the following day. So the report says she didn't get triaged, hence no red flags regarding her condition were picked up. And the report expressed serious concerns about the degree of overcrowding in the ED which it said was an indicator of significant systemic failures. And they made it clear that this institution is struggling. The evidence provided strongly reflected an overcrowded ED, a hospital well over acceptable capacity, and subsequent system dysfunction. The upshot was it's unsafe and not sustainable. So where on earth does that leave patients and staff and families in that area? What reassurances are there that anything will change. You know, how can anything change when resources and staffing is just so tight? You know, it's hard to know whether to have faith in the platitudes that come after a scathing report like this. Te Whatu Ora Chief Executive and uh, former Kansi's Manukau District Health Board boss, Margie Apa, she was reported as saying that she recognised the issues raised in the report. Is recognising the issues the same as addressing them? and fixing them, is recognising them enough? I mean, all that tells me is that you know it's bad. Te Whatu Ora, which, by the way, is Health NZ, for its part, says it'll conduct a national review. So we get acknowledgement of the issues, a pledge to review the issues, and in the meantime, what? Nothing. I think we deserve better from our health system than just, yeah, we know it's bad, don't we?